You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Scott Feibusch. Timothy Long has been Eastman Opera Theater's music director since 2018, but as WXXI's Daniel Kushner tells us, this fall, Long will begin his new dual role as artistic and musical director. Eastman Opera Theater will continue to feature modern opera and bring diverse perspectives into the spotlight under Long's direction, as it did with the Spanish-language opera Florencia and el Amazonas in the spring. Long is of Muscogee Creek and Choctaw descent. He says ignoring diverse work deprives musicians and audiences of worthwhile art. Even just on a musical level, we owe it to ourselves to look beyond the traditional canon. Eastman Opera Theater's 2023 through 2024 season includes a double bill of contemporary operas in November that updates the myths of Persephone and Perseus while critiquing the inherent misogyny of the original stories. Composer Jake Hagee's To Hell and Back and Black American composer Inkiru Okoye's We've Got Our Eye on You will be directed by new Eastman faculty member Patrick Diamond. Diamond says equity isn't just a theme to be addressed on stage, but also an industry problem that needs to be corrected. I think that there's a moment in opera where equity and inclusion is really important. Daniel Kushner, WXXI News. The week-long Spirits Festival called Rochester Cocktail Revival is underway this week. It started off on Monday with a session exploring deaf accessibility and inclusion in hospitality practices. Joshua Mora is an American Sign Language consultant. He says even though Rochester has one of the largest deaf populations per capita in the country, the hospitality industry has yet to reach their potential in terms of serving deaf people. Morris spoke with WXXI through an interpreter. Whenever we go into restaurants, our time typically uh, takes a little bit longer because of that communication barrier. And that isn't only a negative impact for us, but that also impacts the workers and the cooks, right? Everyone is taking longer to do their job. So if we can try to truncate that and make time go faster, that is ideal. Morris says that can look like incorporating more visual and tactile cues for ordering, like a buzzer when food is ready. It can also mean keeping an ASL cheat sheet card on hand at restaurants and bars to help bridge the gap. The Rochester Cocktail Revival runs through Sunday with more than 75 events around the city. It was a day of saying thanks and more thanks to everyone involved in building the new home for the Buffalo Bills. It was also a time to reflect on some difficult days in that city over the past year. As WXXI's Alex Crichton reports, a ceremonial groundbreaking was held Monday for the Bills' new facility in Orchard Park. Ralph, we're moving across the street. (laughs) That is Bills owner Terry Pagula making reference to the late Ralph Wilson as ground was broken for the new Highmark Stadium, which will keep the same name as the current one. Pagula talked about the many heroes involved in shaping the Bills' legacy. He also became emotional as he read the names of the 10 people who were killed in a racist mass shooting at a Buffalo grocery store last year. We also remember other heroes in Buffalo who deserved to be mentioned. Pagula also said he wanted to mention one other name he cheers for every day, he says, and that's his wife, Kim, who has been recovering from cardiac arrests he suffered last June. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, a Western New York native, spoke about how he's been to groundbreaking ceremonies for 20 new stadiums, but he says none of them are as important as this one. The bills are now secured in Western New York. Uh, and that's something that we should all take great pride in. And Governor Kathy Hochul, admittedly a hardcore fan of the team, said this is one of the highlights of her tenure in office. We're keeping the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo for at least another generation, and we're giving them a magnificent home to call their own. Congratulations, everybody, and let's continue to win the games. Thank you, everybody.
It is expected the stadium will be completed in time for the start of the 2026 season. $600 million is coming from New York State taxpayers for the project. Many state lawmakers have objected to the use of public money for the stadium. And a 2022 Siena poll also found that nearly two-thirds of New Yorkers surveyed oppose using taxpayer money for the facility. Alex Crichton, WXXI News.